Hey guys, welcome to the Majestic One podcast. Excited to have you on with us today. The aim of this podcast is to bring us into a deeper love for Jesus through the revelation of Jesus in scripture. Jesus is so beautiful. May God use this episode today to help us to see his majesty in an ever-increasing light. God bless you. Hey there, guys. Uh, Haven't made a recording here in a little while, um, but I've just been pressed and felt like it was time to share something um, again. And so I'm going to be talking a bit about perfection uh the lord has been uh opening my eyes to see in the word of god um the call that we are um demanded to pursue uh in the area of perfection uh and so i i want to uh, open up with some prayer and uh just ask the lord to take this teaching and make it come alive. Um, It says in the Gospels that the words that Jesus spoke were spirit and life, that they weren't just words. They weren't just empty words, but they were words that were spirit and life. And I want that to be true of uh, everything I say in this, uh, but in life in general. Um, So Lord, we call on you, Holy Spirit, I ask, that you take the words that I say and that you allow every person who hears them to receive. Uh, In the name of Jesus, I just speak life to every hearer. Uh, Give them ears to hear in Jesus' name. And yeah, bless our hearts with your word. Let your word sink deep into our hearts and let it spring up into everlasting, abundant fruit uh, in your kingdom. We bless you, Father, and thank you uh, for your grace and for your love. Uh, You're so rich in mercy, and you're so abundant in your love towards your people. Uh, Thank you, Jesus. Amen. So the first verse I want to share is from Matthew chapter 5. It's Matthew chapter 5, 48, and it simply says, this it says therefore you shall be perfect just as your father in heaven is perfect and that is a pretty challenging statement <laughs> if you, you if you think about that <laughs> uh so just as much as god the father in heaven is perfect that's how perfect we are commanded by Jesus to be. Uh, <laughs> that is pretty crazy because that's absolutely impossible for a person in their own strength to do. And I love, I love that <laughs> because that is the essence of the gospel is that which is impossible with men is possible with God. And he's able to do uh, everything he said in his word. He's able to perform. Uh, It's impossible for us in our own strength to perform the word of God. But through the Holy Spirit, 
who is God himself. He is the one who empowers us to live the word um, and to speak the word. So that's the call. We're called to be perfect as God is perfect. Uh, the area where this is coming from, the context uh, is Matthew chapter 5, which is the Sermon on the Mount. And uh, a lot of the Sermon on the Mount is showcasing just the righteousness of God and his his character uh, and how his, you know, in the Old Testament, the law was more of an outward thing, but Jesus talks a ton about the heart. Um, says if you look at a woman to lust for her, you've committed adultery with her in your heart. Um, other verses uh, like that talking about the heart. Um, and so he's talking about a perfect righteousness. And that kind of leads into leads into this next verse. So that's for the sake of time, because this is, I've got a lot to say and I can tell this is going long. So <laughs> hopefully it doesn't go too long. All right, one second. This is gonna be Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 10. Verse 14. Man, Hebrews chapter 10 is a beautiful chapter. If you ever get time to just meditate, that is an amazing chapter to just sit in and just see how righteous God has made us. But verse uh, 14. For by one offering, Jesus has perfected forever those who are being sanctified. <laughs> so if you are being sanctified, you have been, you've yielded your life to the Lord and the Holy Spirit is sanctifying you and you that process of sanctification is ongoing in your life, then in God's sight, you're perfect. You're literally perfect. You've been given perfect righteousness through the efficacy of Jesus, through his finished work on the cross. You are literally perfect in the sight of the Father. And not only perfect right now, but you will be perfect forever. You're always going to be perfect. And I think for me, the power of this truth is is accepting that, is receiving that. Uh, Colossians 1, uh, 23 talks about how we are wholly blameless and above reproach in the sight of God uh, as long as we continue in the faith. So there's this continuing to be in the faith, which is that process of being sanctified. As long as you're open to being sanctified, and you're staying within the faith, then you're perfect. You're wholly blameless and above reproach in God's sight. He sees you that way. So we need to realize that he sees us that way. And if we continue going on in this chapter, in Hebrews chapter 10, it talks about how we have boldness to access, uh, to draw near and uh, to access um, the throne 
of God, the throne of grace. And that's incredible. I've got a bit more to flesh out here, so I'm going to flip over to flip over to Philippians. Ha ha ha. <laughs> Never heard that before. Okay, and then chapter 3, Philippians, verses 12 through 16. Now, not that I have already attained, this is Paul speaking, or am already perfected, but I press on, that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind me and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Therefore, let us, as many as are mature, have this mind. And if in anything you think otherwise, God will reveal even this to you. Nevertheless, to the degree that we have already attained, let us walk by the same rule. Let us be of the same mind. I love this section. It's amazing. You see Paul saying, okay, I'm not yet there. I'm not literally perfect right now at the time that he wrote that. But he said, but I'm not, I'm going to press on. I'm going to forget the things which are behind me. And I'm going after this thing. And he says that he's pressing on towards the prize, towards the upward call that God has called him to in Jesus Christ. Could it be that the call that he's seeking after is literally being sinlessly perfect? I present to you that it could be and it probably is exactly that. Because if he's saying that he's that he's not already perfected in the sense of being completely sinless in this life, then that would I would conclude that that has to be what he's actually seeking to be. Uh, but what's interesting too, verse 15 says, therefore, let us, as many as are mature, if you look at the word mature, it means those who are complete, who, are, um, who have become a full age and those who have been made perfect. <laughs> so it's, in a sense, he's saying, I'm not literally perfect, and yet I am. Um, I don't know how that works, other than to say, I think what he's saying is, he is perfect in the sight of God, and he is yet not completely perfect in the way he's living his life entirely, but he's pressing on towards that. And he's saying, to the degree that you've attained that, uh, walk by the same rule of forgetting what's behind and pressing forward after perfection. And so I think this is just a really clear call to us that we are to go after being perfect. Um, Colossians 3.14 says, But above all these things, put on love, 
And speaking of love, he says this about it. He says, love, which is the bond of perfection. In other places it says, Jesus said it, and so did Paul. and It's all throughout the New Testament is that uh, love is the fulfillment of the law. The law is God's perfect, righteous standard. So if love fulfills it, if you're living in love, out of love, you, you're not going to do any harm to your neighbor. You're, you're not going to break the commandments towards God or people if it's love. And so I think that's, that's the biggest call that we are to pursue as we're pursuing to be holy as the Heavenly Father, our Father, is holy that we're pursuing to become just a person who lives constantly from a place of pure love for God and pure love for other people. And I think our love, that it it can be perfectly pure, but we should acknowledge with Paul, as he was saying in Philippians, that at least for most of us, probably all of us, we, we're not perfect yet. Our love isn't completely, absolutely 100% pure. But I think, I think it can be. And I think that's, that's what we should aim after. Um, scripture seems to be compelling us to that. Uh, I've been reading a book. It's called The Possibilities of Grace. Uh, I'm going to share. It's by uh, Osbury Lowry, L-O-W-R-E-Y, and a uh, really good book. And But it's going through a lot of different things um, throughout church history, um, talking about John Wesley and the, the, uh, yeah, the Methodists and uh, other kind of schools of thought similar to them that we're really pursuing this idea of perfection and pursuing it as if it's actually attainable and possible for us. Um, but I was also reading in um, Possibilities of Grace that in, in it has a whole section of, of the early church fathers, um, of the patristic fathers and I wanted to read to you a quote, just this is just one of them, but there's quote after quote of them saying the same things, um, similar to this. I'll read it. Um, let's see. Uh, let me just get you the name. This is by Clement of Alexandria. He says this, but they who have been perfected in love through the grace of God hold the place of the godly who shall be manifest as the uh, visitation of the kingdom of Christ. Love permits not to sin. So he's essentially saying the same thing we read in Colossians 3.14, that love is the perfection. Uh, and and I just uh, have been really, really pressed to pursue this uh, to actually go after being sinlessly perfect because that is the place to pursue. Maybe I'll never actually get there, but Jesus did. 
And why can't we? If we being people filled with the Spirit of God, just as Jesus, who is God, was in a body, why why couldn't we do the same? First John chapter two verse six says, He who says he abides in him, abides in Jesus, ought himself also to walk just as he walked. So if Jesus walked that way, scripture is telling us we can. Will we ever? That's, that's, who knows? But we are absolutely called to this. Um, and then I'm just going to end with this last section. Um, the Lord, when I woke up this morning, um, it just kind of flashed through my spirit. The Holy Spirit um, gave me this verse for the day. And I think it's only fitting that I share this uh, as a closing thought. So, 1 Thessalonians five twenty three and 24. Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely. And may your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. He who calls you is faithful, who also will do it. <laughs> That's amazing. So verse 23, he says, may the God of peace himself. So this is a work that God himself is doing. The God of peace, may he himself sanctify, which I looked up the the Greek word there for sanctify. It literally means to make holy, to purify, or to consecrate, um, and to make something to be holy. So he's going to make you holy. And then after that, he says, not just like a little bit holy, but the God of peace himself sanctify you completely. That's impressive to me (laughs) that's crazy guys so that you would be completely holy entirely holy without any blemish there there would be nothing unholy about you not not even a fraction that's 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 what he's saying (laughs) that's what he's calling you to and he says this um, in verse 24 that he who calls you is faithful who also will do it <gasps> so he will do it so he's gonna do this process he's, he's taking you towards that aim he's taking you that way, that direction you are being perfect perfected, being freed from sin. Romans 6 says that we are to reckon ourselves, to consider ourselves to be dead indeed to sin, but alive indeed unto Christ Jesus. So if we're to do that, if you're to actually consider yourself dead to it, that means you can't commit it. If if you're dead to it, you have no ability to do that. So... You can you can obviously hear how 
uh, I want to be careful in the way in which I say this in a way that doesn't um, overstep or um, miss, uh, leave room for grace for if you're not there. And I wouldn't consider myself yet to be there, but I want to be there. Um, yeah, so, <laughs> but he says that he, God himself, would sanctify you completely. Uh, and I just went to the Greek just, you know, make sure it's really meaning completely. But it literally says in the Greek, uh, to complete to the end. So he's going to sanctify you completely to the end. He's going to, to the very furthest point of being sanctified. Uh, it also means absolutely perfect. <laughs> so he's going to make you absolutely perfectly holy. Whoa, crazy. <laughs> That's what we're called to, guys. We're called to be saints. Um, so many of us aware of the identity that we're a sinner. But the Bible speaks of people who've been born again, uh, that they're new creatures, and that they used to be sinners, but no longer are they. Um, even though if you do stumble into sin, there's total grace and freedom um, found in the Lord. So this is really long, but I hope this really stirs you and will press you on because perfection, biblically, is not only what we're called to, but it is possible. Who has actually attained it? Well, obviously Jesus did because he, he is the perfect one. But we can, and we should seek for that. So... My exhortation to you is simply just believe the word of God. If God says that you are perfect, if you've been perfected forever, or Colossians 1, I believe it's 23, it might be 21, it's right around there, or 22, uh, that says that you are wholly blameless and above reproach in God's sight. Just receive that and believe that. And out of that will flow um, a deeper level of perfection and love. And um, man, that is how we represent Jesus, is by being just like him. So let's pray and just yield to the Holy Spirit and just thank him for his love and Turn our hearts to him. So Holy Spirit, we thank you that you live inside of believers, that you have made us perf perfect and that you are perfecting us and that through you it is possible for us to be completely free from sin. I pray that you empower us to do that. Lord, I acknowledge myself not yet being there, but I want to be. And I know that it is possible. 
Uh, Lord, would you make us just like Jesus? And would you cause our life to um, manifest him? Holy Spirit, uh, the world needs him. And we, we want to be vessels through which uh, your glory is revealed. Uh, we bless your name. And Lord, let every person hearing the truth today uh, have an open heart to receive the, the word you've spoken uh, and just be empowered by truth because you said in your word that truth, when we know it intimately, would set us free. So Lord, if it's not setting us free, it can't be truth. So Lord, I pray that this truth would absolutely set every listener totally free because you said in your word, in Romans 6, that we are free from sin. So thank you, Jesus. And uh, we just worship you in holiness tonight. And we bless you. We praise you. You are a good, good father. And uh, we stand in awe of who you are and what you've done for us on the cross. In Jesus' mighty, precious name. Amen. Thanks so much for being with us today. I pray that the presence of God will manifest more richly in your life after listening to this episode. May God help us to see Jesus for who he is and cause us to fall in love with his glory. God bless.